Welcome to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. I'm Josie Smith. I'm a single mom of teens, personal growth junkie, entrepreneur and business owner, writer, creator, and coach. You don't have to be a single parent to get value out of this podcast, but if you are, I'm here to remind you that you're not alone in the journey. And I'm here to help you remind yourself who you are, to reclaim your identity, and grow your confidence as a parent, to help you with the strategies to manage your time, your finances, and your personal relationships, to help you rediscover yourself beyond the roles you've taken on, and to reconnect with yourself on a deeper level so you can create the life for yourself and for your family that you've always dreamed of. Because you deserve it. In this podcast, you'll find a combination of real, tangible strategies you can implement in your life, as well as the tools to help you navigate some of the deep inner work that needs to take place in order to take your identity and your life to the next level. We are digging into all of it. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, guys, I may just have to make this a permanent part of my introduction, but if you listen to any of my episodes, you might know that you may hear some language in some of these episodes, and if you have small kids around and that bothers you, you might want to just pop in some headphones before we get started. Today, I am going to be talking about how to gain real experience and become effective in anything, whether that is reaching a certain goal or implementing new habits in your life or whether that's in building a business or in a job you're currently working in, I'm going to give you a four-step process in how to gain real experience and become effective in whatever that is. If somebody asked you, how much experience you had in the job you were currently working in. And let's say you've been working in that job for 10 years. Typically, your response would be that you have 10 years of experience in that job. However, I had this presented in a completely different way at one point, and it it made me think about it in a totally different way. Do you really have 10 years of experience in what it is you're doing? Or do you just have one year of experience repeated 10 times? Now really think about that. Because what is what is experience? Experience is valued Because it means that you've been doing something for a significant amount of time or a given amount of time. And in doing so, you have presumably learned new strategies, learned new skills, learned more about what it is you're doing over that time that you've been doing it. And so to have 10 years of experience in something, that means that if you have legitimately 10 years of experience in that thing, that you have spent those 10 years consistently growing 
in that thing, consistently learning new skills, new ways to do things, new ways to be efficient over those 10 years. But if what you've done is you've gone into a position in a, in a company, if we're going to keep with that example, if you've gone into this job and you've done this thing for a year and you spend the first year learning all the ways to do your job, and then after that you stop learning, you stop growing, you stop discovering new ways to be better at what it is you're doing or more efficient you stop gaining experience because all you're doing is repeating the same things that you learned in that first year. So the difference between having 10 years of experience in something as opposed to one year of experience repeated 10 times is how much effort you put into continuously learning, continuously growing, continuously evolving, changing the way you do things so that you are more effective, more efficient. And so I'm going to give you a framework to help you actually gain that experience, to actually become more effective, more efficient, and and this is going to help you evolve in whatever it is you're doing. It's going to help you grow. It's going to help you improve. It's it's going to give you the real experience that you need to be able to say that you have 10 years of experience in whatever it is you're doing. And that might not be a job. That might be in a business you're trying to build. That might be in a habit you're trying to implement, such as like a fitness habit, or it might be in, it could be in anything. And this is the real framework to growth, to real growth. And an example that I'm going to give you, which is something that I'm navigating through like in real time right now, is a year or so ago, I had started setting goals for my business, and these goals were financial goals. They were goals that I wanted to reach a certain a certain point financially. They were growth goals. I wanted to grow my business to a certain point. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read a lot of books. I, I intentionally do a lot of learning. And one of the things that kept coming up through all these podcasts I was listening to especially is the importance of getting in the room with people who are smarter than you. Getting in the room with people who are going to challenge you. Getting in the room with people who are going to show you what's possible, help you grow, support you on your journey that are going to become your network, your community, and people who are going to become your mentors, your coaches, and just how important it is to get in the room and engage with these people, get in community with these people. And so I set out to start attending events and start meeting people and just learning how to network and build community. And so I went to my first event. I put myself in a room with 500 plus women who were high achieving women who were 
living their dream lives, who were doing things that inspired me. And after the event, I kind of evaluated how I felt about the event as a whole, how I engaged with the people at the event, and just overall what I had gotten out of it. And in sort of evaluating what I had gotten out of it, and especially how I engaged, I recognized that I didn't engage in a way that really felt like authentic to myself. I kind of went in there with an intention, and the intention wasn't maybe what it should have been, and I held back from engaging too much, and and after evaluating, I set a new intention for the next event that I attended. And I went to the next event with this new intention to engage more, to to share more of myself, to try to be more authentic to who I was and what my passions were and what where I was trying to go. And after that event, I did the same thing and I evaluated how the event went, how I engaged, what what I felt about the event and what I got out of it and how I showed up. And I recognized that maybe I kind of swung the pendulum a little bit the opposite direction and maybe I engaged a little too much and maybe I talked a little too much and maybe I didn't listen enough and maybe I didn't maybe I didn't let other people share as much as I did in the first event because I was so excited to share things about myself. And so evaluating after that one, I set a new intention for the next event I went to and trying to find sort of a happy middle ground and trying to engage without over-engaging and, and share parts of myself, but also be open to hearing parts of other people's stories and just kind of that's been the process that I've been going through on this sort of journey. And and I really just kind of wanted to use that as a little bit of an example for this framework that I'm sharing with you today, um, these four steps to becoming effective. And the first step in whatever it is you want to become effective is, is to make a plan. Whatever it is you want to do, Whatever it is you're trying to implement, wherever it is you're trying to go, make a plan. If if you're trying to implement a new workout plan, you know, make a plan to get up every morning and go to the gym before you go to work. Or if you are trying to start a new side gig, make a plan to, maybe your plan is to work on this for 30 minutes every night after the kids go to bed. Or, you know, for me, my my plan was to start attending events and build a network and build relationships. And so the first step is just to set a plan. And if you don't have like a full detailed plan, that's okay as long as you set an intention. That's the most important part is, is set some sort of intention. The second piece is to implement that plan or execute that plan. So if the plan is to go to the gym every morning before you go to work, 
maybe to execute this plan, you're going to set your alarm a little bit earlier. You're going to get up and you're going to go to the gym. And that's that's what you start doing in order to execute this plan. If your goal or your plan is to start a new side business, maybe you are going to intentionally make sure that the kids are going to go to bed on time and you execute this by you know, setting their bedtime very specifically, getting them in bed, intentionally sitting down after they go to bed and starting to get to work. And with my plan for building a network, my way of executing that plan was to start buying tickets to events and start attending events. And once you execute this plan once, twice, for a week, whatever it is, your third step is to sit back and evaluate how that is going. So if your plan is to get up every morning and go to the gym, maybe you sit back and evaluate that after a week or two and you recognize that it's really hard to get up early every morning to go to the gym. It's really hard because you're really tired and you feel overwhelmed and you don't feel like digging around for your gym clothes and you can't find your water bottle and you never remember where you left your shoes. Or if you've been executing the plan of building a side business and working on that side business every night after the kids go to bed. Maybe you sit back and evaluate after a couple of weeks and you recognize that once you sit down and you start working, you get distracted because you didn't clean the kitchen after dinner because it started getting too late and you wanted to get to your work or you feel like you need to do the laundry or the kids keep getting out of bed to get a glass of water or ask for another bedtime story and you just start getting really tired and it's hard to focus. Or for me, when I executed my plan of attending my first event and I sat back and I evaluated that after the fact, I recognized other people who were in alignment with what they were doing and doing things that they were passionate about and I was not and I wasn't showing up as myself and I wasn't showing up really fully in my own passions and the conversations felt off and I just wasn't feeling like I was connected to other people because I wasn't feeling like I was connected to myself and so I didn't engage as much as I really wanted to. And that was my evaluation, you know, after attending my first event. And so the fourth step then is to modify the plan. So in the workout example, maybe you need to modify this plan. Maybe you need to be more intentional about laying out your gym clothes the night before, before you go to bed, or making sure your gym bag is by the door with your shoes, filling your water bottles, at night before you go to bed and putting them in the refrigerator so that you don't have all that extra work to do in the morning. Maybe maybe you start with just a 10-minute walk around the block. Maybe that's how you start your workout routine and you start working into walking for longer periods of time until you can work yourself up into actually going to the gym for an hour. Or if you know, we're looking at the example of building a side business after the kids go to bed. Maybe instead of working at night before the kids go to bed because you're getting too tired and you're overwhelmed and it's been a long day, maybe 
your new plan or your modification to the plan is to clean the kitchen at night before you go to bed and then wake up 30 minutes earlier and get in some work in the morning when you feel more focused and you're more clear about what it is you want to do and the kids aren't getting out of bed and bothering you for a glass of water or another bedtime story and you're not distracted with the chores that didn't get done that day. And for me, for my for my plan modification regarding attending events and building my network, I kind of explained how I modified that plan by really trying to get more focused on my own passions and what it was that I wanted to do and get more aligned with where I really wanted to go and then sharing more of myself. I realigned. I set new intentions. I set the intention to really connect and engage in conversation. And and then the final step, I know I gave you four steps already, but the final step is just to do it over again. Once you realign the plan, repeat all the steps over and over and over again. And that's how you gain experience. That's how you gain effective experience. That's how you improve what it is you're doing. That's how you make the habits stick. That's how you reach the goals. That's how you actually gain the 10 years of experience over 10 years of time by continuously evolving and continuously growing and continuously learning and revisiting these steps over and over and over again because you never stop learning, you never stop growing, and you never stop changing and you're going to evolve as you go. And the way that you implement these steps and the way that you implement these skills and the way that you implement these habits, it's all going to change as you grow. So the four-step process, just a quick recap. Step number one, create a plan. Step number two, execute the plan. Step number three, evaluate your execution of the plan. And step number four, modify the plan or create a new plan to make it better. And one last thing, if you are like me and you are all about the strategies and the mindset work behind setting and reaching goals, behind implementing and being intentional with habits, behind really reconnecting with yourself and growing your mindset, I shared so much in the last two episodes, 14 and 15, about all of these things. And I basically gave you the entire framework of the new 30-day journal that I have written that is going to be available in just a couple of days. I am super excited to be putting this out. And if you are interested in a copy of this journal, I am giving away free copies of the PDF printable version of the journal to anybody who goes to either Apple Podcasts and Spotify, writes me a written review, and screenshots that review, DMs it to me, and gives me their email address, I will email you a copy of the PDF printable version of this journal for free as soon as it is available. Like I said, just a couple more days, it's going to be out, and I'm super excited to be sharing it with everyone. And uh, like I said, if you leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, screenshot the review, send it to my DMs with your email address, I will make sure you get a free copy of this printable journal. 
You can reprint it over and over again every 30 days so that you can reuse it every 30 days. And finally, we have just over a week left for the month of February for you to get your name into the giveaway drawing for the month of February. And in order to get your name into that, just screenshot this episode, share it in your stories, tag me, tag the podcast, both are in the show notes, and tell me what is one thing that you're going to use this framework for in the coming month. And this drawing will be for your choice of one of two books, either Wealth Habits by Candy Valentino, which is a a book for women on wealth written by a woman. And there are surprisingly not enough of these out there. This book is phenomenal. One of my one of my absolute favorites. Or 2 weeks notice by Amy Porterfield. Find the courage to quit your job, make more money, work where you want and change the world, which literally just came out this week. So you will get your choice of one of one of either of those books and a copy of my journal, the actual physical journal, for free. Thanks for tuning in to the Strong Sassy Single Mom podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with a friend or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And be sure to tag me so I can share you in my stories too. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. As always, it's been an honor to have this conversation with you today. And until next time, you got this.